Good evening and good morning. And welcome to Remember God Loves You. And I'll meet you at the finish line. You know, I think <clears throat> as we allow Jonah to take his time and, and allow him to live his life, I think it's important that we find out a little bit about me. Uh, the founder and the reason why I founded this podcast. And so I'm, it's going to be a very cool kind of intertwining between, uh, and I'm going to do five episodes about my personal life and how I kind of grew up. So this kind of telling my testimony and how God has played a role in my life. So with this, we're going to start off with a word of prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for bringing us together. We thank you that we can just come and be able to be ourselves. Come and just allow us to be baptized by you, O Lord, allowing us to grow and our love for you and grow our heart for you. We sometimes take that for granted, O Lord, but we know that you are sovereign at the end of the day. We thank you and we praise you. And in Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen. So, <clears throat> you know, it's kind of interesting because, you know, I'm, I just want to tell you that I am not, you know, by any by means have any script in front of me at all. Uh, it's just, you know, walking around, just speaking from the heart. So where do I start off? Let's see. So I am Soslin Newell Timonson. Uh, I am the founder and creator of Remember God Loves You, and I'll meet you at the Finish Line podcast and ministry as well. I just want to, you know, kind of brush over that. That's going to be about episode three or episode four regarding how they got the name. But let's start off where, man, where do we start off with? So I was born in Vladikaskov, Russia. And that's where I was able to grow. And I was born there on October 7th, 1998. And, how, and one cool thing that I ended up doing was that uh, I was adopted uh, by a family in uh, Bend, Oregon. And they went for one girl. They went, you know, the funny part is they went adopted one girl. They went for adopted adoption. Um, and they're, when they got to the orphanage, the orphanage is like, take and. They take as many kids as you can. And, you know, this is when you understand that God was watching over us. Because the family ended up taking not one girl, but four boys and three girls. How cool is that? And I was one of the boys. And matter of fact, I was even supposed to be adopted. Um, when I was, eight, I was, I think, eight and a half at the time. And uh, it was very interesting how, you know, sometimes God puts us in different situations. And <clears throat> that part of Russia, Vladikaskov, Russia, is during that time was at a war torn area. And so we didn't have very much options at all whatsoever to do anything. Um, we, most of us, ended up like living day to day, not knowing whether it's going to be our last day or not. That's number one. And number two, we didn't know if something bad was going to happen to us, either at the orphanage or uh, while we were scrounging for food. And so with this in mind, it just, it just it's so hard to wrap my head around to know that God was watching over not me, but over our family. Not once, but multiple times. And I think that with him watching us and with him making sure that we're protected. I believe that angels were around us. 
Because it was interesting that on Thursday, when we were supposed to be leaving the orphanage, the the KGB or the Russian soldiers start catching on, and so we ended up escaping Russia. I think it was in Georgia, the country, and where we caught a plane uh, to go to England, and then we figured out all the papers. and the, And the funny part is, is that during the whole trip back to the America, I ended up having smallpox. Not smallpox. I am so sorry about that. Chick or um, chickenpox. I want to clarify. I had chicken pox for that whole time and duration. And it was a little bit, it was a little bit, it's a little bit interesting. And here's a little funny story. Um, I think this is kind of, you're going to get hoot out of this, but when I was in the airport, I didn't know how to like ask for bathroom or something like that. But according to Steve, I dropped my drawers and went to the bathroom in the middle of the airport. Luckily, it was number one, and he, the people were laughing, and I'm like, I didn't know. And that was one of the funny parts uh, to the, uh, that I remember that I can recall. And so we went to we went to Bend, Oregon, and, and then I was adopted by another. We spent there about two and a half years. I, I spent there until I got there in 2008 when I was adopted the second time. But during the two and a half years, I was able to travel all over the world, or all, yeah, all over the world, and and even to all over across America. You know, I remember going on uh, ice, you know, uh, not ice road, uh, trekking with Peter Newell, Pete Newell, and we would sing soon or not soon and very soon, uh, hit the road, Jack song, uh, don't come back no more, no more, over the CB radio. And I remember those good old times. And and I also remember that we went to Hawaii uh, for, I think it was on the uh, where Pearl Harbor was. We went on there and uh, it was a very beautiful trip. And I don't know what we went on Hawaii for, but I remember us having like a balcony and it was a beautiful view of the ocean. And I would like to apologize. I was drinking water because this is relaxed. Um, it was just interesting going to Hawaii and even going to Canada. And, you know, from riding my bicycle in Canada to hitting a truck, it was, it, it was funny. And so, you know, I didn't really know who God was at the time. You know, and it was just a little bit odd. But looking back on it, I know that God was watching over me because there were so many instances when I could have been, I mean, I, you know, we had dirt bikes when we were little and imagine a five, imagine a seven-year-old on a dirt bike. I mean, if you're a parent, you'd probably be like pulling out your hair, be like, no, we're not going to get your dirt bike until you're at least uh, 11 or 12 years old. Because at least you're a little bit taller, you're a little bit older, and you, we can teach you. You're going to be more susceptible of learning or listening. So it was a little bit interesting learning how to ride dirt bike. And uh, I landed so many times on my neck, and I'm surprised I made it through this whole driving on my, uh, crashing so many times. And so I remember also going to school, and uh, I was, another funny memory was, um, when I would, re- I remember reading a book, you know, I was making, I was clearly making up words. Uh, the only reason why, because uh, the teacher, the, the, the class started laughing. And I wondered why the class was laughing. 
And the reason why the class was laughing was because I was reading a book upside down. And I, and I was just going along, making up what the story was saying. And it was a little bit odd. And that's another funny uh, instance when I uh, remember reading about the book and, uh, and how I was reading it upside down. And the teacher was laughing even. And I made the whole class laugh. And I think I was a class clown. And so with, you know, with all jokes aside, I still don't know who Jesus was because we didn't really attend church at that time. And it was a little bit, it was okay. I didn't know what church was. I thought, you know, it was like something that, you know, rich, not rich people do, but it was something that uh, you either went on Christmas Eve or you went on Easter to go to church. And that's when we got to know God. And so I was able to just, during that time, you know, I didn't know who Jesus was. And I didn't really understand what it was like having a relationship with him. Because when we, when I was little and people would pass away, even when family would pass away, I would just question it. And I'm like, it must be just, you know, the cycle of life. And that's why I thought. Now, this is before I became a Christian. And, I'm not, and if you jump for a spoiler alert for the next episode, I became a Christian around in the early 2013 to around that range when I was a little bit older when your dad's, when my dad was a pastor and when I would attend Silverbird Ranch and which is a wonderful uh, Christian camp. So, but going back to this, going back to my Bend, Oregon life, it was interesting. Uh, say the least, there was always action. There was always something to do on the farm uh, from riding little ponies, from Going home, getting off the school bus, uh, uh, making sure that my pony was good and taking care of him and to even making sure that the horses were taken care of. And that was so fascinating. I loved horses um, because there's something about horses that draws a connection to you. Um, One of the horses I drew a connection with was his name was Pacey. Uh, Pacey was a 28-year-old horse and he passed away in 2020. Um, and he, I drew a connection to him. And if you, if you ever follow me on, on any social media platform, I have pictures of him. Um, and it was just a very beautiful horse. Um, and there was something about that horse where I would always making sure that it, it was taken care of. Either I would give it extra oats, I'd give it extra hay to make sure that it was well fed. And I remember riding him and he was so gentle and I loved, I loved, um, I loved just riding that horse. It was very, he was a gentle horse because he kind of knew who I was. And with Pacey, you know, it was different from the pony that I used to have, because the pony that I used to have was a a red pony. And I remember coming home from Zach's sleepover, and the family Jenny sitting me down and said, "Hey, you know something bad happened to your pony. A rattlesnake came and he drank the water, and the rattlesnake killed him." And I was absolutely devastated. So I went to the horse. I went back to Pacey, and I drew a connection. And and there was something where just being around that horse brought me peace. And that was that temporary peace I was looking for. And that apparently that peace can be good. But at the same time, it was a little bit, it's not the peace I was truly looking for. And I wish I kind of knew who God was at that time, you know, because maybe I would have gone to him for peace and assurance. But maybe some of us don't know that. 
And that's why there, why horses are uh, the man's best friend, I would say, better than a dog. So that's a little bit, with all this concluding, with all this in mind, this is kind of my story, the background story of episode one of kind of getting to know me, uh, uh, kind of where I grew up to going to Bend, Oregon, because the next episode we're going to talk about is being adopted to a family in Wisconsin and how that has forever changed my life in a good way. So with this in mind, we're going to end it with a word of prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for bringing us together, Lord. We thank you for being open, allowing us to open up and allowing me to open up and just speak you from the heart and allowing the listeners to understand really where I'm coming from and what the intentions are and how we can glorify you. And, you know, looking back on my life, I am so blessed that you were watching over me. I might have not known who you were, Lord, but I knew that you were watching over. You had your angels protecting me. I thank you and I praise you for that. And I also thank you for just giving up. You were patient with me, Lord, and bringing people in my life that were patient and were caring and were tenderhearted. And I praise you and I thank you. I pray for anyone that's listening that they may they might join the series and, and just allow them to fellowship and kind of laugh along. And, but at the same time, hear your wisdom and hear your awesomeness and how you affected my life and how starting a relationship with you forever changed in a positive way. And I just pray that with the journeys that we are on, that we can just call upon you during those times of loneliness, times of when our best friend, which might be a dog or a pony, something bad were to happen to them or even a dog, help us to go uh, call upon you, not call upon uh, animals, because we know that you bring us assurance and peace truly, a sense of peace that we can never fathom through going, while going through while going to a pony or going to a materialistic item. We thank you and we praise you. And we thank you and give us the energy to continue the race that you have set before us so that when we cross the finish line, Lord, we can run into your arms and we can hear you say, well done, my good and faithful servant. And in Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen. So I just want to tell you, with all this in mind, you know, normally I have a script of what I'm going to say, but, you know, I notice that when speaking about my life, you got to be unscripted sometimes and you got to speak from the heart. So I would like to apologize if I have ever like moments of silence because I'm trying to think and I'm just trying to come up, you know, good information. I'm just trying to speak from, and I'm speaking from the heart. And I'd like to say good morning to you, any listeners that are from the Philippines or on the other side of the world. And if you're in America or in the Northern Hemisphere, good morning and you guys have a blessed day. And remember, God loves you and I'll meet you at the finish line. Bye.